thought I'd mix it up a little bit this week. Move the camera around so that you could see the other side of the living room. Nothing at all to do with the fact that Hans mopped the kitchen floor and I can't be bothered to put the chairs back. Um, I just thought you'd enjoy the new view. Um, so, um, what we're we doing today, um, we're just going to have a short thought from me and then we're going to take some time to share some communion together. Uh, I don't know how you guys have been finding lockdown, but um, it's been quite interesting whenever I've met up with people just to talk to people about how they're finding it. We met up with a couple of friends last Sunday, had a really nice time just talking to them about, about how they are, what they've been up to and that kind of stuff. And during the conversation, we got on to talking about um, how are they finding stuff spiritually? Um, obviously, we don't, we don't just rush to that part of the conversation, but it's quite a natural part of where the conversation went. And uh, it was really interesting talking about kind of how you're finding not going to church, you're missing it, you're missing seeing people, all those kind of things. And it's always an interesting discussion because there's obviously clear bits that, that we all miss. Um, but one of the things one of my, one of my friends said was um, he said he's really enjoyed the pressure of trying to kind of having having to pursue God himself as an individual and I suppose what he's describing is rather than just being presented with um, spiritual food and, and meals um, he's I suppose enjoyed having to pursue God himself and, and push himself to to grow in his relationship with God on it off his own back rather than just relying on whatever he's given in a church setting and as he was talking about it, I thought, man, that surely that's what life is all about. Life with God is all about learning to pursue him yourself. And it really made me think. We've talked a lot in the living room about um, how God really wants to connect with us, how he wants to pursue us and, and grow in a relationship with us. And he wants to be connected to us. And when we've talked about it, we've often defaulted to talk about stuff like um, how when we connect with God, um, that the burden is light. There's nothing heavy for us to carry if we're going to connect with him. And we've looked at uh, that verse in Matthew that talks about that. And then um, we've looked at that other verse that talks about how there's nothing that can separate you from the love of God. So there's nothing that you could have done or can do in your life that will cause him to stop loving you. And I suppose in essence, we've, we've focused a lot on this idea that God loves us just as we are. That, that it's not about a transaction that in order to earn God's love, you've got to, um, you've got to be really diligent in, in praying, reading the Bible, giving, serving, all of these different spiritual disciplines. They don't earn you a relationship with God. What we found when we've looked at them is that we grow, we benefit, we are changed by being disciplined spiritually. But actually, the thing, the, the biggest revelation is that God is there regardless. Whether we pray every day or pray once a week or, or barely remember to pray, he still loves us. Um, but we grow in our relationship and our connection with him when we pursue him in that kind of stuff. And all of those things, the fact that it's light, not heavy, there's nothing that can separate us from God, and it's not about a transaction, you can't earn God's love, that's the truth. That's the truth of what it's like to be connected to God. But what we find uh, as we kind of settle into that kind of stuff is that there's a trap that actually we can fall into. When things are easy, when they're light, when there's no pressure, we can sometimes struggle. And I would say, that struggle is almost a little bit like um, what lockdown has embodied um, for me, what my experience of lockdown has been like. What I've found is as things have ground to a halt, 
I've struggled to stay motivated and I've struggled to be productive, um, focused, uh, and maybe I've lacked my usual drive in the kind of things that I've done in life. And when I think about that, how I felt, I often think we can easily feel like that in our pursuit of God and our connection with God. But when we think about the truth that we've always already talked about, the fact that it's light, not heavy, and nothing can separate us, it's not about earning God's love, the truth that goes alongside that is that kind of core message, an important thing for us to remember, which is fixing our eyes on Jesus and remembering that he came to save the world. That was his plan. That was his purpose. When he was here, he was a mirror to show everyone who God is. And, and I suppose then when we look at this moment on the cross, when Jesus dies, this is what it all culminated in. This is why he was here. This is what he came to do, to die. Um, and in essence, to save the world. He endured the cross in order to save the world. So when we consider everything that Jesus did and the reason he came and what he went through, what do we do with that? What do we do with that knowledge? When we understand that and we've accepted that that is true for us, what do we do with that? One of the greatest challenges I think I've seen over my life and, and kind of uh, trying to help other people in their kind of pursuit of God, one of the greatest challenges to our faith and that pursuit of God is, is often not necessarily suffering pain trauma that that is difficult it's really challenging but I think one of the greatest challenges is is more that sense of apathy or lethargy that can kick in when things just become very normal and very predictable and and there's there can be this sense of apathy or lethargy that kicks in that almost halts our pursuit of God I'm going to tell you a quick story. Bear with me, because uh, it's going to seem a bit random, but there is a point to it. When I was in my 20s, me and my friends used to travel over to places like Manchester, uh, Sheffield, Doncaster. And from Lincoln, you go down the A57 and you'd arrive at Dunham Tollbridge. Uh, and that used to cost, back in the day, it used to cost 15p to get over. Now, 15p wasn't a lot of money, but if you needed 15p cash, sometimes it was a nightmare to find because... If you didn't have any cash, you'd be scrabbling around the car looking for coins that had been dropped in order to be able to get over the bridge. Now, we usually got over there. It wasn't ever an issue. But I remember one time, well, a few times, we, we thought it'd be quite uh, funny, but also kind to pay for the car behind us on the way back. Um, so sometimes we knew the people in the car behind us, we'd do it as a bit of a joke, but sometimes we didn't know. We thought, wow, this is an amazing gesture. Um, how blown away will they be when they realise that the car in front has paid for them? Uh, but the reality was, uh, sometimes people would give you a thumbs up, uh, sometimes there'd be no response at all. And the, the point is, I suppose, it was 15p. It wasn't life-changing, um, and no one kind of felt like it was this massive deal. Now, back to what we were talking about. When we think about God and pursuing God, um, it's really easy to become so familiar with what God has done for us that we take it for granted. And the other day, when I was thinking about what do we talk about this week, what kind of thought could I share... I woke up in the morning with this picture in my mind and it was, it was this concept of 
do we sometimes end up treating, uh, I suppose, the cross or, or God or what Jesus has done a little bit like someone's just paid our toll fare to get over the bridge? Do we sometimes end up falling into the trap of being so kind of familiar and so used to everything about who God is and what it's all about that we live a life that almost just goes, yeah, thanks, mate. Thanks for what you did. Appreciate it. Because the problem is we're doing, I suppose, the whole thing a massive disservice. And what I found is the temptation with what I've seen in lockdown and, and the temptation when something is, is made easy and light and there's no pressure. That's the truth of how we connect with God. But the danger with that is that we slip into this, oh yeah, it's fine, he loves me anyway, he loves me no matter what I do, so it doesn't really matter. And, and we almost just give him a thumbs up for the cross. And do you know what? The more I sit and, and remind myself of what happened when Jesus died and, and the way he lived his life and everything that he stood for, the reason he came, the purpose for his life was to, to die in that way uh, and take on kind of all of the suffering and, and the, the mess of the world in order that it could be saved. Man, it gives me that shake up deep in my soul that makes me realise that I need to do something with this. So when I asked that question earlier, what do you even do with that? What do you do with that knowledge? The challenge of avoiding apathy and lethargy is a really real one. That we can't be people, if we're going to pursue God and, and claim to be someone who follows God, we can't allow ourselves to, to kind of settle down into this comfortable level of, of relationship, or relationship where we just go, oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's all good, it's just nice. Man, Jesus died and went through all that stuff so that we could be saved and that the world could be saved and that people could be reconnected with God. I think sometimes the longer we sit with this stuff, the challenge of lethargy and the challenge of apathy is a really real one we need to battle against. So for me, when I stop and connect with why Jesus came and what he went through, I would say for me, even though everything's light and easy and, and there's nothing that can separate me from God that I don't need to earn his love, when I think about everything that went on and everything that he's done, it demands a response from deep inside my soul. And it makes me want to pursue him, to grow, to change, to develop and to be shaped by him. Because I... I feel like I owe that to him because of the lengths he's gone for me and for you and for us and for the world. And I suppose I wanted, I wanted to keep this thought simple. And I suppose the main essence is sometimes we just need to remind ourselves of that. That, yeah, this is something that, that isn't designed to be heavy. But is it designed to cost us nothing? I'm not sure it is, because if you want to squeeze everything out of life, it's going to cost us something. And, and for me, the more I, I get to know God and the more I want to pursue him, um, the more it makes me want to give my all to that cause. So I want to kind of close our time today 
by giving us some space just to think and to remember the cross, to connect with Jesus for what he's done for us, remember his blood and his body and everything that that represents. I suppose allow ourselves in this moment where we're so used to in lockdown having these moments of stop to take a spiritual stop today and, and allow Jesus to remind us of who we are and who he is. So we're going to take the bread and wine. And as we take that, I just want you to, to rest and stop. I'm going to play some music. I'm going to put those quotes up on the screen. Because I just want us to to fix our eyes on, on him, but, but be inspired by things about him as well. So God, I pray as we take this bread and this wine, you break it in remembrance of you. God, I pray that this wine and this bread would host your presence, that as we take it, we'll connect with you, we'll remember you, and God, we will be more like you as we consume um, your body and your blood. God, sometimes we get caught up in so many different things to do with, with life and the world. But God, help us to come back to the place where we remember you. And God, let us be changed by these moments. So Father, be with us now as we take this moment to remember. Amen. Crashing down, I fall to my knees. 
So that's all for our time together this week. Um, we're not meeting next week because we're on holiday and we thought we would have a rest and you lot can all go and do some fun things. Um, so have a brilliant few weeks. We'll be back in a couple of weeks' time. And um, I really hope today has, has enabled you to reconnect with God and, and fix your eyes back on him and pursue him over these next two weeks um, and uh, speak to him. And I, I really pray that he pours back into you as you um, as you seek after him and pursue him have a great week see you soon